0: Dude, where's my ferret? Oh,
1: oh. oh buddy! Gross! <laughs> Get my ferret away from your
0: dong, Derwood! On the seventh! <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: Hi, 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 what's up everybody, today is Saturday, May 16th, 2015, this episode 155 of the Hotbox, my name's Matt, got a great show for you this evening, gonna to talk to Allison Parker from Dude, Where's My Ferret, uh, they're doing a little crowdfunding to get a movie going, so we're gonna Skype Allison in right now. Hello. Allison, how's it going?
0: Good, how are
1: you? I'm excellent. You're on live with Matt on us, uh, the hot box. Uh, yeah. Tell us, dude, where's my ferret? Where is my ferret? He's over there. Sh- no, shit, no, where? No, sorry. <laughs> sorry. So tell us a little bit about the project. You have a Indiegogo campaign going right now at dot com. Yep.
0: Yeah, basically, uh, Dude, Where's My Ferret is a stoner comedy short film. Um, and we have a fundraiser going on. If you go to com, it's going to auto-forward you to our Indiegogo page. And it shows you a little pitch video about the movie and explains what the movie is about. And we have a lot of cool perks if you donate um, you know, anywhere from $1 to $5,000, right? Um, a lot of cool stuff. Uh, available from we've got about 30 different companies in the cannabis industry that have given us swag that we can give away to people for donating so a lot of cool stuff there and incentive but the number one incentive would be to help us make the movie which we would really appreciate
1: that's right indiegogo.com Search for "Dude, Where's My Ferret?" or just go to ferret dot com. It's right there. And if you're watching live, you yes. can see a shot of what it looks like. Uh, you guys are just over two thousand dollars Canadian. Yes. Out of fifteen thousand uh, dollars, what made you get into to wanting to make stoner films? Like, are, are you you've made other films before, or is this like your first attempt? Tell us about that.
0: Um, I've been making films for about 15 years now. Um, so it's not my first film, but it is my first stoner film. Um, I used to make, and I still do make family films. Um, I really enjoy kind of more along the Disney line, um, things with kids and animals in it. Um, but I wanted to branch out and make something that my friends would want to watch because I would always find that my, you know, people my age weren't really interested in the movies I was making because they were really for kids or, you know, for families. Right. Sure. Yeah. So I just thought if I make a stoner comedy there, there's no mistaking that this is not for kids. It's for adults. It's for a new audience. Um, And as a filmmaker, it's a, a new challenge and a risk. You know, are people going to like it? Am I going to be good at it? I don't know. Right. But you got to keep challenging yourself and not just doing the same thing over and over again. So, yeah, there's a few reasons there. And also, you know, I smoke marijuana and I have since I was 15 years old and I'm a ferret owner. So getting to combine those two things in a film is really fun for me.
1: That was pretty awesome, and it's definitely, as a, a fellow stoner, I can appreciate <laughs> that genre. I mean, I remember the first time I watched Half-Baked, and I was just yeah. like... Wow, the, there's there's movies out there like this, and then you know it leads you down that that path of finding all of the other fun, trippy kind of stoner stoner films. Uh, I do like in the trailer. Uh, if, if anyone hasn't seen it yet, you definitely want to check it out. Uh, it's in the form of that '70s show, which was very amusing. Um, what what were some of your other kind of like uh, not guides, but like ideas, yeah, inspirations, since. and and whatnot? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, for the promo video, definitely was inspired by the smoking circle scenes from that 70s show. So that was totally intentional. And and I'm glad when people pick up on that. Um, I'm definitely influenced by a lot of stoner films that I've seen. I mean, Harold and Kumar, Dude, Where's My Car? Um, Obviously, Half-Baked, Grandma's Boy. You know, any of the classics, there's there's quite a few stoner movies out there I could list off Um, and anything that I hadn't seen yet. I've been, you know, making sure that I do see um, for inspiration and also to see what's already been done to make sure that I stay original and don't do what other people are doing.
1: What are some of the, are are there any more recent ones? I think one that kind of sticks in my mind is the Kid Cannabis film on Netflix. Very amusing, but kind of also highlighting a little bit, coming from Montana and we lived about 60 miles from the Canadian border, I could appreciate having that idea of like, man, it's dry. Why don't we just go to Canada and get our own weed? (laughs) Uh, Like that. That really resonated for me. I'm not sure if you saw that one
0: yeah I did see that one. It's funny that you mentioned that because i I actually live in vancouver b c Canada, oh, and nice. that movie was filmed in Victoria um on Vancouver Island, which is where I grew up. Um, so I know a lot of people that worked on that movie. A lot of the actors are from here in Vancouver, and to see that film doing really well uh, makes us very happy. so it's very cool that it's on Netflix um and I, I would definitely mention that one um, as a recent one. I, I feel so on the spot now. I, <laughs> last night I was I was probably watching the worst stoner movie in the world um, called Sex Pot. I don't know if you've seen that.
1: <laughs> I've never heard of it. Well, tell me tell me about that. Now I'm intrigued. Uh, I
0: apologize to the filmmakers. Um, they do a lot of the stuff on sci-fi, like Mega Piranha and those kind of movies. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But this was nowhere near the level of Mega Piranha, which says a lot.
1: It's no Sharknado, huh?
0: It's, oh, God, no. It's no Sharknado. I mean, I've made it about 30 minutes into the movie where the guys just fucked a bagel and a water Because they're so horny from this special pot that they got from Jamaica that makes you horny. Wow. uh, Which, I guess, is the plot. Uh, (laughs) That's
1: awesome. The Spanish fly.
0: There's, you know, there's good ones and bad ones out there, and I hope that I I would be considered among one of the good ones.
1: I do like reading through uh, some of these perks, uh, the the Duke of Dabs and the Wacky Weasel. I, I'm interested in the uh, the the Hacky Sack. I like the pictures <laughs> you got, and everyone loves ferrets. I mean, maybe not necessarily in real life, but a picture of a ferret. I mean, come on, you can't. <laughs> how can you say no to that?
0: Not in real life.
1: What are you saying? Oh, I have had some friends that had some pretty smelly ferrets, and I am i don't know. I'd rather look at the picture. If it's not smelly, then sure. I will definitely pet a ferret.
0: <laughs> well, all I'm going to say is uh, most ferrets come from the pet store de-scented. Um, but if you come across one that hasn't been descended, they definitely would have a stronger odor. And of course, if you don't take proper care of them, mm-hmm. that can make it worse. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but when you're watching the film, uh, unless it comes out in 4d, uh, you're not going to smell anything. So I wouldn't worry too much. Although I find they kind of smell like marijuana. Sometimes when I walk in my bedroom, I, I don't know if it's because I'm smelling the marijuana that's in my backpack hanging from the door or my ferret that's right there in the cage next to it
1: if you're watching live now, you can see the pictures there of Krusty the Ferret or yeah, the Rasta Krusty Ferret. Yeah, Krusty the Ferret
0: or Superstar.
1: That's awesome. Now, when you say Superstar, you're not even joking. Like, this is literally a celebrity ferret here you're working he, with.
0: Yeah, it's not his first acting gig, which is cool because he's only about one year old. Wow. Wow. <laughs> um, but he he did one of my previous films called Santa's Little Ferrets. He played a ferret called Falafel. He was one of three main ferrets that helped Santa with delivering the presents. And after he did that movie, uh, he ended up getting a gig on a TV show called Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce, which was filmed here in Vancouver. Um, it's set in L.A., but a lot of stuff gets filmed here. Um And he he did one episode of that show um, and he got to act with Lisa Edelstein, who played um, Cuddy on the show House, um, which was super cool. She's this guy that's like obsessed with ferrets and he wants her to be like the mom to his ferrets. And uh, Krusty got to play that guy's ferret. Um, So that was kind of cool. So this is going to be his third movie. And and he did the promo video. So you can see him in the promo video there. But he plays Ferret Bueller in our movie, which
1: nice. Do you find like the more that these these animal celebrities get in the starlight that they just become like a nightmare to work with? I mean, what is what is this Ferret's writer look like on a on an average shoot?
0: He's got a lot of demands, but, I mean, they're mostly food-related. So sure, it's sure. actually really good. Um, he eats, like, raw hamburger meat, so he has to have a lot of that. He has to have a private room. Um, it's got to be air-conditioned. Sure, sure. No one can go in there. So anytime we're not filming, he's in his private room with his animal trainer, um, Sherry. And um, he just comes out when we're ready to film. And as soon as we're done, and I say cut, he goes back to his private room, um, and he kind of lives in the lap of luxury. So. Wow,
1: just kind of a straight down to business, no autographs, no messing around, kind of kind of workhorse or fair yeah. work ferret. Well,
0: it helps keep him focused, um, and you know, yeah, just thinking about what the task at hand is, um, so that there's a difference between playtime and work time. When he goes back to his room, he can have a nap or he can play, and when he's on set. He's got to focus on, you know, jumping up onto that couch or off of that chair or whatever trick we need him to do.
1: Now, I don't know about you, but an unfocused ferret, (laughs) few things worse in life than unfocused ferret.
0: I know. That's why they cannot smoke the marijuana. No ferrets are smoking marijuana. Otherwise, they would just lose all focus.
1: (laughs) Yeah. No, that that would be a complete mess. I could not imagine trying to film... I don't want. To, I don't want to give away a major part in the trailer, but I feel like most people have seen it already. And I I wouldn't want to film an unfocused ferret down the pants. I'm just saying. I'd film a ferret down the pants, but he better be a professional. He better be focused, and I would hope a little maybe. I don't want to say declawed because that's cruel, but I would hope okay. he has his claws minding. You know.
0: Yeah. Um yeah, we put a pillowcase down uh, the actor's pants so that when the ferret was down his pants, it was separate. I know it's going to separate. We
1: were wondering. I, I had imagined some sort of, like, jock strap with, like, Kevlar <laughs> protecting, yeah,
0: was what I like, was thinking. Yeah, a full-on... Oh, I should have got you to wear a jack strap. I didn't think of that. But, I mean, the ferret is super friendly. He loves to, like, just, like, turn over on his back and have you rub his belly, and he'll give you kisses. So he would never intentionally hurt anyone's junk. Sure. But, you know, accidents happen, and he does have claws. So we at least had that pillowcase that was inside the guy's pajama pants and the and the actor was holding the ferret in his hand so he was controlling the situation as did well did that
1: take a little coaxing to do or was he like oh yeah here hop in like as as far <laughs> as the actor himself not the ferret i'm sure the ferret uh, being a professional
0: actor... <laughs> yeah the, the... Sorry, the Pharaoh was totally into it. Um, <laughs> it. The actor was very cool. Tim Carlson, who plays Durwood in the film, um, he was like, yep, I'll do it. I was so nervous to ask him, you know, like, can I put a ferret like, down your ferret pants? Like ferret down the
1: pants, I'm in. <laughs> you had me at ferret in my pants. Like, where do yeah, I start? I
0: mean, some actors are just really great like that and they just see the comedy in it and they're like, yeah, you know, do whatever, drag me through mud, I don't care. <laughs> for the uh, for the, the art, <laughs>
1: right? It's all for the art. It's for the craft.
0: It's all for the art, exactly. I think that, you know, they have a hard time saying no because they know you wouldn't be asking if it wasn't, you know. Well, especially
1: part. after, I mean, this generation, you look at, at some of the greats like Johnny Knoxville You think every yeah. time they're like hey we're gonna need To kick you in the nuts he was like <laughs> No he was a professional you know He, he, he right. took it and he got it done
0: that's right. Um, I'll, I'm going to use that argument if anyone needs to get kicked in the nuts in this film. That's but- right, or <laughs> anything
1: junk related that may be slightly uncomfortable. Just think of Mi- Mr. Knoxville and his yeah. contributions to this, this great art.
0: Compared to what Johnny Knoxville has gone through, that's right. right? They
1: probably would have took that ferret, put him in a t-shirt cannon, and launched. Uh, him at the nuts you know that you guys gently the
0: nuts from a distance. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah and i'll tell you what no pillows involved either i'm guessing those yeah, well,
0: guys that would be terrible they don't that mess around but yeah i'm sure john Oswald would do that actually i don't know what he would do to uh, an animal i would hope he wouldn't do that to an animal but yes he would take that i'm sure definitely <laughs>
1: uh, tell Tell us a little bit about the rest of the cast uh, while we're talking about that
0: yeah sure um Uh, Our lead actor is named Dylan Playfair, and he is on a show. um, I'm not. Yeah, actually, it's on Netflix. It's called Some Assembly Required, but I'm not sure if it's started on Netflix yet. Um, It's a kid's show that's on a channel in Canada called YTV, and he plays the character Knox. And he's like kind of like a dumb surfer dude character. On that show. Uh, so it's not a stretch that he's a stoner dude um, in our film. And then we have Tim Carlson, as you know, playing Durwood, And we have um, Leanne Lapp uh, playing Zelda. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she's done a lot of shows like Supernatural and Motive and, and things like that. And she does a lot of Hallmark movies, Surprised by Love, things like that. Um, and then we have Michael Roberts. Um, who played Uncle Fester in the new Adams Family TV show. So not the movies, but the TV show, which, again, I'm not sure if it played in the States, but it was big here, and everyone knows him for playing Uncle Fester on that. And then we have a special celebrity cameo role, which I can't announce yet, but there's a, a voiceover role. Uh, in the film that we're in talks with a really big um, stoner celebrity actor from the States. That Very exciting.
1: And I'll, say this. I'll ease the tension right now and let everyone know that it's not me. So just, I know everyone <laughs> was like holding their breath being like, we know it's got to be that, that Matt guy from the hot. No, it's not me. I was busy. Uh, they it's did ask.
0: It's bigger than you, if you can imagine. Way bigger.
1: Oh, I can. <laughs> 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 way bigger than I
0: yeah, so it's probably a good thing it, you know we couldn't meet your demands because uh, <laughs> I have a
1: writer that pretty much rivals the ferrets, so I, it is understandable.
0: Yeah, you uh, wanted us to actually cook the hamburgers and make you hamburgers. Hamburger Helper
1: is actually it what off. it said, and she was a like, hamburger "No, hamburger. we're not. We're not even doing. Get I'm out of here with leave that."
0: know the details, but craft yeah. dinner.
1: <laughs> uh, you mentioned Netflix. It, it does seem yeah. kind of exciting right now. Uh, I do cover a little bit of technology stuff also, and we talk about what Netflix was doing as far as uh, when House of Cards first got brought onto it. They had not yeah. necessarily outbid HBO, but had a better kind of package for what these uh, creators wanted to do with the show. And ever since then, with that success, you've seen them invest time after time in these uh, TV shows and films. Uh, is that ever like a possibility for what you guys are going to do with this to see if like a, an actual uh, web streaming type studio uh, would want to get behind it?
0: It's a huge possibility, Matt, um, and that would it would really be a dream come true to get on Netflix. And it's very exciting to read about how they're getting into the movie business now. And also Amazon, right? Um, you know they they created um, tra- the show Transparent um, mm. was uh, on Amazon, and uh, they're getting into movies now as well to rival Netflix. Um, I know that we're going to be available on iTunes and Vimeo on Demand. But our goal is, is to really get on some of those third-party sites like Netflix, Amazon, Google, Xbox. Um, I want people to be able to play it on their iPhone. Um, so we're going to be going after all of those things. Um, and hopefully with some of the endorsements that we have already, um, like Cannabis Culture just jumped on board um, and is sponsoring us. Um, and, all, you know, all these 30 companies and the great actors and all the hype that we're building uh, I'm really hoping that it's going to increase our chances of getting onto one of those things, so we can go more mainstream.
1: That's it's really exciting to see because back in the day before this uh, uniting technology, I guess it, it it wasn't really a possibility. There was a set standard way that you got a movie into, I guess Hollywood, for lack of a better phrase. And right. if you didn't do that, like that was. You had, you know, the B movies and everything that kind of did their own thing, but it wasn't nowhere near like what Netflix kind of did and was like, look, we have, you don't need these, these, uh, producer farms, so to speak. Like we, we can do it. We have the resources. We're big enough and we have the platform. It's really cool to see that uh, it's disrupting.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it's very exciting and I hope that I get to be a part of it.
1: Yeah, Definitely. Uh, What else are you guys having in in the plans as far as perks? Any other of those that you want to mention uh, that you have left?
0: um what's your things left right now um some of our top sellers would be our $25 perk which is um I think called the wacky weasel um Mm. for $25 we'll put your name in the end credits of the film so where it says special thanks we'll put your name in there and I think that's one of the coolest things um for a lot of people that maybe don't work in the film industry to get to see their name in the end credits um, and also our $5 perk, which is the Duke of Dabs, um, for $5, you'll get a digital download of the film before anyone else sees it. So before it actually goes on iTunes or Amazon or wherever it goes, We're going to email all our funders and send them the movie to watch. Um, So for $5, I think that's a pretty good deal. And you're helping us make the movie at the same time. But, you know, there's a ton of stuff on there. Like you said, there's hacky sacks. I've got autographed uh, storyboards. We've got, you know, for $42, the 420 goodie box perk, which is a one-month free subscription to that service. Which is very cool. If you haven't heard of it, every month you get a box of smoking related goodies. Yeah, um, you can get producer credits. Um, you can get. We have we had an artist who works for The Simpsons um, create this original piece of artwork for us, where he drew our characters from the film Simpsonized.
1: That's awesome. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, and so we've got thirty of them on canvas, a small canvas. Um, piece of artwork that if you donated $100 you would get one of these canvases which um, you know is very limited in quantity and it's the kind of thing I want to have on my wall
1: so. yeah definitely that's cool and just to to give people a chance to be a part of something they might not otherwise like you could know yeah. that you helped fund this movie and for I mean not everyone can afford the 100 bucks. I understand I can't definitely work in this this 9 to 5 grind but I'm <laughs> sure we can all scrounge out at least 5 if not 25 and that's cool uh, that you get a little sign Something and you kind of go in like the Lewis was it Lewis CK uh, mode here where he did his own special. He released it his own for five five bucks and yeah and look what he did so
0: much. Granted, Louis
1: got the audience right. He's got a huge audience already, but
0: unfortunately. Um, But yeah, he's on Saturday Night Live tonight, isn't he? I gotta watch that Um, But yeah, it's $5 to get the movie Um, I feel like that's a really good deal But honestly, you could even donate $1 And I know it sounds like Why would I want to donate $1? That's not going to help you But every time someone donates you know, We're posting a thank you shout out On our Twitter and our Facebook Saying thank you to this person For supporting our project And then they're hopefully sharing about it On their Facebook and Twitter And you're just helping us get the word out And build the momentum you say
1: it's it's not much, but if if a million people donated a dollar like that, it adds oh, up, so, right? Uh, and the internet uh, has that power to kind of connect that many people instantly with like the push of a button. So it's it's yeah. definitely possible, you know.
0: That's why I really appreciate you having me on your show and, and other people that have had me on their shows or written articles about us. Because it's just about getting the word out, you know. And if we can get the word out to the people, I believe that they're going to be, you know uh, – entertained by the film um so thank you very much for Definitely. having me on the show bef- and,
1: bef- and before is- we let you go let's talk a little bit of weed what are you, what are you smoking right now up in you mentioned europe and canada uh, yeah. much more lax weed laws we'll say uh just as long as the u.s has been like raw this is evil and the devil canada's been like hey buddy it's all right relax
0: yeah, we all talk like South
1: Park.
0: <laughs> I love Terrence and Phillip.
1: Oh, okay. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, what am I smoking? What are you well, smoking
1: on this it's week? It's
0: funny that you should ask because, you know, I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say it, but I'm going to do it anyways. Um, we're actually coming out with a strain of marijuana. Uh, we're very lucky that we have hooked up with some people in BC that grow marijuana Um, for, you know, the dispensaries, they have a license and all that for medical marijuana and they were coming out with a new strain, um, that's going to be named after our ferret in the movie and it's going to be available in dispensaries across North America. So that's actually what I'm smoking now. That's exciting.
1: Can you tell us like, what's, what's the genetics? What's it look like? What's it smell like? Like, I'm interested. Tell me all about it.
0: Well, um, or actually, as, honest,
1: as much of it, it as you can.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's actually, it's a cross between Willie Nelson and pine tar. Um, the Willie Nelson strain is, it's got these huge, like cola sized buds. Um, and the pine tar, I don't know um, too much about it yet. To be honest, I haven't smoked it yet because every time I've been thinking to smoke it, I've had like an interview or I had to do some work or whatever. Something keeps coming up and my producers tell me it, it has a very heavy high. Uh, so I'm being careful about when I it smoke it. It sounds
1: like the pine tar is a is a Pakistani line kush so it's, and it's a strong indica. Yeah. So yeah, it would definitely set you on the couch, it sounds like. Uh, yeah, that's and then what
0: they told me Crossed
1: with, um, what What was
0: it? A Willie, Willie Nelson? Nelson? Which I don't know if that's out yet I think it's new
1: I did read a, a bit ago in between episodes here That uh, he was coming out with his own brand of, of cannabis
0: yeah, and I don't know if this is actually that brand that's being grown for him or it just ended up getting called Willie right, Nelson. Right, because Star- you have
1: other strains like the West Coast Willie. And then, I mean, if you look on like Seed Finder or whatever, you've, there's there's a few different uh, phenotypes of of the Willie Nelson, depending on who grew it out and everything. Oh, uh, okay. Cannabis cup winners, so that though. that much I don't
0: know. I just know that it's called Willie Nelson and pine tar. I'm not an expert cool. at all. That's probably the most I've ever known about strains. Just because it's growing for us right now, um, the cross. So it's it's it, interesting.
1: It it's interesting to see like brands on on plants like that. Just recently. Uh, yeah. a, guy we listen to makes music named Grizz, uh, he had a kush that he actually helped make, like, helped do the, the, the cloning and the genetic whatever they do. I'm not a grower, but they he, yeah. he had a hand in it, which is cool to see, and it actually won a, a cup, like, the first year it was out. So, it, it is cool to see. Back in the day, people were always, like, on the down low because of how, you know, prosecuted you could get. You know, that one, right. one slip-up could ruin your whole life, just like that. And nowadays, you know, the shift in consciousness it's it's cool to see that you can put your name behind this genetic line and be proud of it and not have to go to jail because of it you know
0: yeah, I'm so grateful that we can do that because it's, it's a really great way to tie in with our film and hopefully get some publicity um, because in our film, the lead character has grown his own strain of marijuana, and it's a really cool, potent um, strain that him and his buddy think is really awesome, and their plan is to go to the Cannabis Cup and hopefully win a prize that will give them enough money to pay their rent. Um, and then what goes wrong is the girl who's supposed to be giving him a ride to the cannabis cup dumps this ferret on him and says, I need you to babysit my ferret um, while I run out and do an errand. And um, then all hell breaks loose and the ferret digs up his plant and knocks his bong over and shits on his entry form to the cannabis cup.
1: Oh, man. So the cool
0: <laughs> thing is that the strain of marijuana in the movie will have the same name as the strain of marijuana that we release in the real world that you'll be able to go out into a what? dispensary. What?
1: That is yeah. so meta. I, I like know, it. Too. I like it a I lot.
0: <laughs> it's so cool. Um, so I don't know if it's going to be Ferret Kush or OG Ferret or Ferret Bueller. Can but-
1: you, do you know if this, is this medical or is this recreational? Is this going to be under like if it comes to like Washington or Colorado or something, will it be available? Like am I going to be able to get my hands on able- it?
0: Able to get it um, if you have a medical marijuana card, because what I know is that it goes to a wholesaler that distributes to dispensaries um, across North America. And what they told me so far is like, you'd be able to walk into a dispensary in LA, for example, and this would be one of the ones um, that you could choose. Not
1: a recreational shop, let's say in Washington here where we're at. I couldn't just go in and, and find it maybe.
0: I you know I'm I'm going to sure. give you the
1: names of 5 recreational shops near me after the show okay. and if there's any possibility you could just send those and say hey if you have a chance, they would like some, uh, and then you could tell me which one, and I'll go get it, and yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, please do, because
0: <laughs> I know that you review strains. I know,
1: I want to review the ferret strain. Sorry. Oh my god, that
0: would be amazing <laughs> if you reviewed our ferret strain. Hey, so and if yeah, nothing else,
1: I'll come, well, I won't meet you in Canada, but I'll come meet you somewhere <laughs> closer to here where it's legal, and then we'll just, we'll do a quick like nonchalant drop pickup, have a little lunch, and... I'm not driving way.
0: across the border with it, man. No okay. way. <laughs> I did that once,
1: maybe when I was a kid. I probably won't ever do that again because it scared this the shit out I'm of me. I'm
0: not kid campus, man. I know. <laughs> I'm um, not ready. I go to Seattle. Are you in Seattle? Uh, yeah.
1: yeah, we're that's like a couple hours from us.
0: Yeah, I. Oh, okay. What city are you in?
1: Uh, we're by Olympia.
0: Olympia. Okay, right on. Yeah, I mean, I I go down to Seattle all the time. I have my whole life. Um, so you're, you're probably familiar with Victoria yes. as well, because yep. there's a ferry between the two. So my whole life I've gone to Seattle and I was actually just supposed to be there for a film festival, um, but cause it was playing one of my previous films, but I got the flu and I missed it, but Ooh. I'm down there a lot, man. So if we Excellent. can get it in a dispensary down there and then I can come down there, um, and, and we can smoke it together. That would be great. <laughs> we'll be do,
1: good. we'll record a, a weed review together with that. The, would be, sweet, be awesome.
0: That would be awesome, yeah. Well, hopefully we can make that happen Um, because I've been, you know, I saw you were reviewing, like, Snoop Dogg's weed. Yeah, his his blue
1: dream. (laughs) Some Snoop's blue dream. Good stuff. It's a
0: cool marketing thing, man. I'm I'm hoping that, you know, the trade paper, like, Variety and and the Hollywood Reporter and stuff would write about it because, you know, I'd I'd love to claim um, that this was my idea, but Kevin Smith actually did it for his film Tusk, he had two strains of marijuana created. One was called, uh, what was it, Mr. Walrus or White Tusk, something like that. Uh, and he had two strains created that were available in dispensaries, um, and a lot of publicity came um, because that's interesting.
1: Ice. As far as like marketing something else using you know a weed, especially if that's your demographic, which it's a, a it becomes a larger and larger demographic every year. I feel like the more people are like, oh, this isn't really as dangerous as everyone said it was. We were kind of yeah. lied to this whole time And they become more open about it And uh, yeah, it, it's cool to see that kind of cross-branding Because like like you just are doing You can go and get this weed in real life And then smoke it Which puts you in this more open mind state And then you're watching the film Which maybe some things get picked up more When you're in that more open mind state When you watch films, you know You watch them and you see things Maybe you wouldn't have caught otherwise it, It's it's neat, There opens up a lot of possibilities
0: Absolutely. I mean, my goal is that people will will be smoking it, and they'll be like, "What's this called?" Right? And they'll be like, "Oh, it's Ferret Bueller." And they're like, "Where's Ferret Bueller? Where'd that come what? from?" And <laughs> yeah. if they know the story of it, they say, "Yeah, it's from that movie, dude. Where's my ferret?" They came out with it, and then they'll go check out the movie. <laughs> You know? that's, yeah
1: that's Hopefully. awesome I like it. I like it. Also a lot.
0: get high while they watch the movie. Yes, everything's more enjoyable. Well, in games
1: like you mentioned house, I, I went through a kick watching that and I started looking stuff up online and there was like whole drinking games created around that show and it was usually like med students in real life or doctors that watched the show and were like, here are the ridiculous things. Here is when you will take a drink. And I feel like, you know, you could do that with smoking weed as not saying drinking, but you could, you know, take a, a take a bong game. rip a smoking. game. yeah, exactly. And if it we becomes,
0: should totally make a smoking game. Yeah, I need to put you on my crew, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm just an idea guy. I have zero follow through with any of this, but I will throw I out ideas like all day.
0: Ideas Are you
1: familiar with the oatmeal? online the comic drawer they just did that kickstarter for exploding kittens and it became one of the most like record-breaking kickstarters and yeah it takes like just something simple like that to go along with you know this overall arcing thing you're doing this film in this case specifically and yeah it just takes off like that you could have this game and then this card game of ferrets and i mean there's there's so many possibilities it's it's neat having this uh disability
0: yeah i just wish i had more money for yeah
1: that's the thing all of it takes resources so
0: most of it you know costs money i have tons of crazy awesome ideas like that um but then i just i can't execute because of the money so we're really lucky that you know like with the strain of marijuana it, it works out to be a mutually beneficial thing um if it's a popular strain and it sells well Um, and that's partially due to the publicity that comes from our movie, then the creators are going to be happy and we're happy. So we have, you know, a a great partnership. Everyone's happy.
1: Are you into dabbing? Do you do extracts? I know some people kind of stay away, but other people will.
0: I've never dabbed.
1: All right.
0: I want to. um, You got to definitely
1: work up to it. You know, it's it's not something you can just be like, oh, I've never smoked before. Let's have a dab. (laughs)
0: Strong. I mean, I've been smoking pot since I was 15, but I am a lightweight. So I'm like one or two hoots max when I smoke. So I am a little bit worried because I'm hearing that it's like it hits you pretty hard. Yeah, and because it's,
1: it's a new thing, I think a lot of times people are way overheating their nails and they're, they're burning up more of it at once than they should be because of the temperature and, uh, but yeah, it's, it, there's a learning curve to it. And I think once everyone figures it out and they're getting close to it, I mean, we're discovering health stones and heat guns work well and all that, but yeah, it'll definitely, if you're not, if you're not ready for it, it will set you down and not very gently.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good to know. Cause like there's, uh, do you know who Mark Emery is? Yeah, Yep. Very familiar. Uh huh. So he's in Vancouver um, and he does dabs with people that just walk into the cannabis culture shop here and you just, you can go and meet him and he'll do a dab with you. And I, it's very tempting because I've been in there, I've been talking to him um, and I could have done it, but I didn't. I need to take
1: a ride up there and take a dab with Mark Emery, it sounds like. You should.
0: I mean, you just walk right in, and there he is.
1: Yeah, no, I have a passport. (laughs) They'll let me write into Canada. Oh, there you go. Here's my card.
0: My (laughs) card-carrying citizen. (laughs) Yeah, man, you should definitely come up. Um, His store is on Pot Block, so there's also the New Amsterdam Cafe right next door um where everyone just smokes pot in there.
1: And this isn't um, like medical or recreational. Like here if you have a card, you can go to certain states, but other states won't let you and then if you go to a rec state, of course, you can have whatever. But so in Canada, yeah. it's you can just kind of go wherever even being from the US, they won't they won't be like, oh, "Whoa, buddy.
0: Not, no, it's you know, it's illegal here." <laughs> So, it's I, I shouldn't tell you, yeah, you can just go do it and you're not breaking the law. But sure,
1: sure. It,
0: turn a blind eye to it. Now, I, I don't know everything about the law. Like, I know that if you have a medical marijuana card, you're allowed to smoke marijuana, but I don't know how that affects you know these smoke shops and stuff there's a lot of drama going on right now because we have a lot of dispensaries in vancouver um and a lot of them are are getting in trouble and there's been a lot of police raids um they're trying to make it so dispensaries can't be within a certain distance of schools or playgrounds oh that Um,
1: sounds familiar
0: yeah
1: (laughs) how when they raid canadian dispensaries like i'm picturing a muck a much more polite type of thing. Is it boots on the ground SWAT team like Marines rolling in like it's war, or are they like, Hey buddy, yes. we have an issue with this. If you would mind, sign it's here.
0: Terrence and Philip come in and they're like, Hey guy. <laughs> hey buddy. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah. Terrence. it's Scott. Do you remember? Scott?
1: Yes, Scott's but, a dick. <laughs> Scott's the guy that comes in and awesome. he
0: takes away your marijuana. <laughs> um, I, you know, Scott I mean, why I'm are you, you such a dick SWAT teams <laughs> that's, that's, Going in like in full SWAT gear to raid Isn't that it
1: scary off. Like and yeah, what uh, blows yeah. me away even more Is that even be even with that fact People will still do it Like we are so yeah. passionate about this plant That we will we will will risk getting no knocked raided In the middle of the night You know to, to do something like this
0: we're freedom fighters, man. Exactly. I mean it shouldn't be illegal. That's <laughs> no. the thing. And everyone's slowly wising up to it and feeling embarrassed because mm-hmm. they're realizing that it shouldn't be illegal. And they're and,
1: realizing why it was made illegal in the first yeah. place. And they're not very happy about that. Yeah. So it's
0: I I don't know. I mean it's it's eye opening to watch, yeah. you know, some of the documentaries that have been made about it and and why it was made illegal in the first place, and and how many years it's taking to fix that mistake.
1: Yeah, it's insane how long... And it's almost like they create problems, and then they create solutions. And they create solutions that will profit them them, basically. Yeah. So it's almost... I feel like with these experiments that they keep saying they are in Colorado and in Washington, it's like they're looking at how to best maximize profits while going back on something they've been very, very stern on for so many years. And you get people trained in that mind state. Like it's hard to reverse that. It's like, well, you've told us this. Now what do we believe? And so I think they're like – they're taking their time and trying to see, you know, how can we best just, you know, make our last killing on this? Because once this goes to full legalization across the whole state and it's rescheduled and everything, like – it's not just that market. Like there's a whole prison system that's going to take a hit and a lot of people profit from that, you know, and they're, they're trying to figure out where are we going to get our money now that we can't profit from putting harmless people in jail.
0: I know, which that makes me so angry. when you. Isn't that. not that, it's like, appalling. I don't get yeah. piled up about a lot of things. I'm not political in any way, but when I think about how many people are in jail, because of marijuana oh yeah it's and they're not being let out right now what it's when it's even being legalized in states already like it just makes me so angry and it's the only thing that's ever really got me riled up like that i think it did
1: that to a lot of people and they saw that politically and i i wasn't political at all until we started getting into like the medical marijuana movement in montana and that was like my first taste of like how amazingly broken this whole thing is. Like, how does anything get done ever when this is legislative session after session of just old, fat, white dudes arguing with each other? It's, like, the most embarrassing thing, but, like, that it's how its it's gone on for so long. its It's crazy to watch that. And then to have this one thing, right, like, polarize generations into looking into politics and being like, oh... If this is messed up, like what other what what else what other shady shit are you guys doing? And it did. It op- it made a lot of, you know, people in in our generation kind of get interested in that.
0: Yeah, I'm sure it did, man. It's inspiring to see what's happening and and to be alive during this time when things are changing and I hope that it changes uh, at a faster pace so I can be alive to see it yeah. live, you know, everywhere in the world because it should be. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
1: that definitely. and psychedelic plant medicines. I, I believe there is a, definitely a place for that. And I think they're afraid that it it connects people and it opens their eyes and lets you think about things differently. And that's dangerous for uh, for a government, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, people are afraid of what they don't know and, and they judge things, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Too it's, quick.
0: You're talking about shrooms?
1: shrooms uh i uh uh ibogaine even has been showing real positive results as far as helping heroin addicts and everything i mean all of the tryptamines that uh McKenna was studying and uh Shulgin it's it's pretty amazing like what what we have locked in there that we weren't allowed to see i mean helping ptsd i mean, there there's a lot of things you could get into as far as like other plant medicines that aren't cannabis that right psychologically like they have a huge place and i I feel like uh, as far as that whole thing goes like they've they've been missing out like you have this giant tool for this thing internally that maybe is broken sometimes and you're not you're not utilizing it properly
0: right yeah, it's, well, I didn't, I didn't know about all that actually. To be honest with you, it's, there's a
1: whole rabbit hole of other plant medicines, psychedelics, some even not. But yeah, it's it's very interesting to once you get into a reading like uh, what Maps is doing. Uh, they're a big group that is working with uh, psychedelics and MDMA and doing actual research. You know, I have, my boss says if you're not writing it down, you're just fucking around. If you're gonna write it down, then it's science. You know, right. So, Great. well, Allison, it's been awesome talking to you. Any, anything Great. else you yeah. want to mention before we, we wrap this up? We have, of course, dude, where's my ferret dot com?
0: Um, no.
1: Awesome. I'll put <laughs> you on <laughs> the spot. Yeah. No. And, of course, we'll have, we'll, have links to all, we'll have links to all this stuff in the show notes at hotboxpodcast.com. Uh, and, of course, yeah, go donate right now. Contribute right now. At least a dollar. At least five dollars.
0: Yeah, please go If I can do recommend
1: it. one, I would go with the $25 one because you get lots of cool stuff and it's still not going to break the bank.
0: <laughs> I agree. $25, you get to see the movie, and your name will be in the end credits, so you can't go wrong. That's
1: awesome. We're going to see the Hotbox podcast in the end credits. Very exciting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you very much for having me. Cool,
1: Allison. We'll have to definitely meet up in real life since you're so close. And uh, yeah, I'm definitely oh. keep me in mind with that strain. I'd like to review it.
0: <laughs> send me the name of those, uh, I guess they're not dispensaries. No,
1: they're, nope, they're uh, 502 Rec Shops. But I can also yeah. send you a name of a couple dispensaries that are near here. That. Sweet. Cool. Well, Allison Parker, thank you.
0: Thanks for having me.
1: All right, bye-bye. Allison Parker, dude, where's my ferret.com? Go check it out right now and donate. They have 20 days left, but it's flexible funding, so they'll get funded either way. But the more you donate, the better and the more helpful. So uh, before we wrap this up, we should mention uh, some awesome stuff happening on stuffstonerslike.com. Got a bunch of weed reviews. I was doing some numbers, running the numbers, and uh, we've reviewed like 10 strains in the last week. Uh, you can find a good, healthy chunk of them up on Stuffstonerslike.com right now, and a little article. I kind of skipped the more deadly than weed this week and did an article about, hey, I can't get stoned. What am I gonna do? Uh, and more than just like, just stop smoking. That that's kind of like the last resort. But there's there's some other things you can do here and there. We're experimenting with uh, to maybe help a tolerance go down, or or even switch up different cannabinoids. You know, different strains have. Different profiles of what cannabinoids and terpenes they have in them. So maybe if you're smoking the same one, switch it up. And I, I know you can't always do that living depending on where you live, but it's something else to do besides just stop. So all right, well, hotboxpodcast.com, check us out. And definitely, dude, where's my ferret.com? Donate some cash. Uh, we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. See all the cool pictures of the weeds that we're reviewing. And all that. So, uh, Matt Lee, thanks for listening. Peace out.
0: If you like, you we, like this, we, is we, this is where where you, need, you to need to be. be. <laughs> if you like weed, this is
1: where you need to be. Thank you for listening.
0: Bye.